0: Hello everyone and welcome to our seasonal special. I'm delighted to be joined by an absolute full house of women. We've got so many stories. We're going to have a review of the year, of the news with Sasha Keogh. We've got the beautiful actress, Hannah Sofia Lopez with us, who's going to tell us her good news story of the year. Another actress, and of course you will know her as our presenter of the home stretch, Melissa Dalton. And how could you miss? With this outfit on, if you are watching on RTL Play, the wonderful Meredith Moss, who is uh, representing everything that is the Samstein show, so a wonderful hello to all of my ladies present. Good, hey, Lisa, <laughs> and, and it's just so great to have you all here. Now, Hannah, Sophia. We're gonna start with your story because it is such a beautiful story and it's a story that went utterly viral. Yes. So for those people who may have missed this story. If there is anybody left. I'm not sure because it not only no, it, it hits so many yeah. papers, yeah. online papers, yes, of course. As well. Everywhere I
1: go, people are like, So what's your what's happening with your luggage? So I yeah. I have a yeah. feeling that a lot of
0: people have actually read it. So you are an actress and yes. at this point in time, give us the month and give us the circumstances where this good news story happened, because it didn't start out as a good news no, story. No,
1: it started as a, a, a true nightmare, really, like my worst nightmare came, nightmare came true. So uh, I'm an actress, as you said, and back in October, I got cast in a film and we shot in Montreal, in, in Canada. And uh, actually, my best friend lives in New York. So I thought, oh, what a great opportunity since I have to travel there to go a little bit earlier and to visit my best friend. So I book a flight to New York. I'm super happy. This By this time, I'm like, you know, it's the first time in two years that I got the opportunity to travel so far because of COVID. And I love traveling. i like... Really, it's one of my biggest passions. So it's the first time I take like a a long flight again. I pack my bags. I'm like super excited. And I arrive in New York and the bag was missing. Like the airline didn't do their job properly, basically, you know. But you know that happens. And it's not the first time that something like that has happened to me. So I'm not really stressing out. Even we joke about it with my best friend. We're like, okay, so your bag isn't here. So you need to wear my clothes and stuff. So that was that. But as time goes on, the bag never arrived. You know, like I I stayed in New York for like a week and every day I got an email from like the airline saying that the bag would arrive the next day but that didn't happen, you know so the thing is I was supposed to go to Montreal next to shoot a film but also there was like a film festival happening there like the uh, Cinemania and the Prime Minister of Luxembourg was also invited there Xavier Bettel, and I was invited to a reception with him as well, you know and that was immediately upon arrival so I was thinking to myself oh my god, I need to get to Canada I had nothing on me I basically had like a job that I was wearing and a woman Wonder Woman costume, but that's a different story.
0: <laughs> we won't ask. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's a different story. And uh, so basically I'm like stressing out thinking, Oh my god, how will I do this? So as time passed, I see that my bag wasn't arriving, so I just bought like a last minute dress in New York, you know, like something very quickly. And I went to Canada. And I'm sitting in the plane and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, when I get to Canada and I reach like the help desk of the airline, because I saw online that they had one, I will do like a big drama because this has been a week now. I've been calling the airline every single day. Every day they tell me that the bag is going to arrive, but it didn't. And that flight cost a fortune. How can this happen? You know, so I'm sitting in the plane, like super frustrated and super angry. But then I get to the help desk of that airline and I see the girl who's behind it and this is where the whole magic happened you know because I saw her and she looked so nice and so friendly and I thought to myself like my inner voice told me like you're not going to lash out on a person in Canada who has nothing to do with the whole situation I mean this bag got lost between Europe and New York I mean it's not her fault you know you're not going to do like a big drama now so I just really rationally explained to her what happened and uh, she was very, you know, kind And,
0: and you also she, told her about the event that you had
1: Yeah, not, but at this point, not yet The first thing I she asked was Okay, so give me your reference number of the bag So I give the re- reference number And she checks in a system And she's like, oh, it seems like your bag is in Germany ah. And this was like after a week I had landed in New York for like a week, you know And I was like, but how can it be? Just send the bag, you know Like if you can locate it, just send it and then she's like and when she told me this I was like starting to imagine all the stuff that I had in my bag and I just started crying you know like I couldn't handle it anymore like the pressure you know because I was thinking oh my god my grandmother's jewelry was in there and my best clothes and all of my stuff you know so I I got really emotional and in this flow of emotion I actually told her and also tomorrow there is this reception with the prime minister I don't even have makeup to put on my face and I have to go straight to rehearsal I don't have time now to go and buy makeup or you know and then she said oh you need makeup and I was like well yeah I'm going to a reception with the prime minister like I need to put something on my face I cannot just, you know show up like that and then she said uh oh you know that actually I work part-time in the airport and the other time I work as a professional makeup artist and I was like, first thought, I was like, okay, so another person who wants to steal money from me, you know, because like I had spent at this point, I had spent so much money in New York on stuff that I actually had in my bag, you know, so my first thought was like, okay, somebody else is trying to make like business or something. And then I said, okay, so h- how much would that cost? You know, and she's like, oh, no, nothing. I don't want any money from you. Like, I will do it for free, because I feel really bad for your situation.
0: And I said, really? And she said, yeah. And this lady is called Azalia. And she has really now made the headlines because of her lovely, generous offer. She has made headlines all over the world because this story has made headlines all over the world. Have you been struck by that? The fact that people have really, um, I mean, the most exciting part of the story, part from the actual essence of the story, is the fact that every news organisation around the world, in different languages, have picked up on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really incredible. I was sitting home, so this whole thing happened, she did my makeup, I went to the reception, everything was great. Then I got, I did what I had to do in Canada, I got back to Europe, and then one day I'm sitting at home, and I got a call, an answer, and the other person said, is this Hannah Sofia Lopez? And I said, yes. Hi, this is CNN calling from New York. Yeah, And I'm like... The first time was like, is this? Story. A, you know, like, is this a joke? Because see, C- I watch CNN. I mean, CNN is like CNN. You know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I did the interview, and then at the end of the conversation, the journalist told me, yeah, you know, just that you know, we're going to post the story on our social media, and then I hang up. And I check on Twitter and I see that CNN has like 60 million followers only on Twitter. So I'm thinking like, whoa, you know, this is going to be like a huge thing. So my first thought was like, do we want this, you know, because... I've worked on TV in Portugal for many years, you know, and I know that if you do like big projects like that nowadays with social media it can be very violent, you know, and this was supposed to be like a kind gesture towards Azalea also, you know, I wanted to say thank you to her and, you know, to keep it as a memory, like an article or something like that. But I didn't want it to be like, you know...
0: And so, did you? Did you ask her? Did CNN yes. ask her permission? They must have Yeah, asked her yeah they did.
1: Well. But then I called her up and I said, "Listen, do we want this? Because this is going. To, if this goes out, this is going to be like a huge thing. And you know, you need. If we do this, you need to promise me that you're not going to go go online and read the comments. You know, because I didn't want her to
0: be like. But I'm not sure hurt. there could be any negative comments to this situation. Well, it's you'd just be such...
1: surprised how <laughs> have there been, <laughs> not necessarily on this one, but you know. In general, if you do stuff like, you know, you need need to know that maybe that's a possibility. And if you're somebody who is, like, sensitive or something like that, you need to, you know, just prepare yourself and not go you know, read that kind of stuff, you know.
0: Well, it's such a lovely story. Thank you for bringing it to us. Yes. And and we wish you the best of luck in Thank the upcoming you. year. I know you've been super busy with all of your projects. Yes. Anything I, exciting for 2023?
1: Yeah, actually, I had said that next season, I'm not going, oh, this season, I'm not going to do any theatre. Right I end up doing tons of theatre. So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be uh, working at a theatre a lot. I'm shooting, um, I'm shooting series, films. So I'm like... Super, super busy.
0: Well, that's really, really wonderful news. And it's so lovely to have you in Luxembourg because we know you're jetting off to all these different places to film in different places as well. So you're a real icon of Luxembourg success, (laughs) international success. Yeah, you know,
1: it's always nice to come home for Christmas to be with my family also. Yeah, like Luxembourg always feels like home. So every time I can, I'm, I'm coming home.
0: Well, anytime you want to pop into RTL and give us another good news story, we'll be very, very welcome. And have you ever done improv, by the way? I
1: did. Yes, And in acting school we do. And also in general, especially if you work on TV, you do tons of improv because you have so much text to learn and it's like you, you need to improv because you don't have time to study. Well,
0: everything. we have a resident improv expert here in oh, Melissa wow. Dalton. Uh, wow. Melissa does improv shows and we all went to one at the weekend and it was absolutely lovely. We're so proud of you, Melissa. Yeah, it's
2: about 10 RTL people in the front row. <laughs> wow,
0: no pressure. Yeah, it was slightly
2: terrifying. I was like, they're going to think I'm really weird now, but fine
0: (laughs) but it's a really tough skill it
1: is but you know that in america that's it's like a big thing yeah. Improv, because my best friend, she told the one who lives in New York, she told me about it, and it's like a huge community of, of improv uh, people who do improv. It's like a, a thing on their own, you know. Like uh, well,
0: this is exactly watch the space.
2: This yes, is yes, exactly
1: Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah. Melissa's
2: well, usually it's it to a really nice community. It's all welcoming, and mm. uh, people are usually very kind, which is lovely. So mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Something you have nice to be kind, I think, because it's so. I mean, it's so off the moment, so instantaneous. How
1: does it work? Do you get like a subject?
0: Well, we can tell it. you now. But. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do ask the audience for suggestions so that like, so that I suppose, well, it helps us improvise because it helps us be, stay present and be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I guess in another way, it shows the audience that you are, are completely making everything up on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of we play, we do a mixture of long form and short form. So short form are the games and then long form is like a play that you just mm. make up. Um, so, yeah. And we wrote little lines as well, so there was all
0: sorts there, and it was like a, a masterclass in how to do improv. And all I could think of was, "I'm very close
2: to the stage. I hope they don't pick yeah. on me." <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like stand up where you yeah. do, you can get picked on. It's more like, "Come join us!" Yeah, <laughs> in cool. the so amount you have of like, confidence. Do you have no director need? or no, no? Oh, wow, so it's like a company, and you
1: rely on each other. Then,
2: yeah, it's really fun. I, I really like it, and it's very refreshing in comparison to acting because. Yeah. It's complete creative freedom and there is that like community vibe, which mm-hmm. I think you always get when you're doing a play. Mm-hmm. But once the play ends, it's kind of over and mm-hmm. often you're competing against your best friends for a role and it can be, it can be icky. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> showbiz is a tricky. Yeah, it
0: place. felt kind. I will say so the atmosphere yeah. amongst you all felt really kind. And with the audience, it felt really wholesome and together and oh. we're all rooting for all of you. So it was, mm-hmm. it was super nice.
3: Good. <laughs> well, can well, I
0: ask one question? What happened to the bag?
3: That's a very oh yeah. question. <laughs> Sorry, I've been waiting for the sort of... Uh, so Azalea, yeah, did she girl. ever get re- reunited with her bag? My, my lovely
1: bag. Um, Azalia is not only a great makeup artist, she's also a very good professional when it comes to um, the Tracking. airport. Because <laughs> she tracked it down for like an hour. She checked online and called. And then she found out that the bag was actually in New York oh. for like a week But like something went wrong in the system... So nobody told me. Saying it was in Germany. Yes. Right. Yes. So she actually called left and right. And actually two days later, I got the bag
0: when I was still in Montreal.
1: Yay. Yay. I have a bunch of new clothes (laughs) in
0: my
4: own bag. I've
0: I've had the same experience twice I can think of. Mm -hmm. And uh, neither of them were pleasant. But each time it reminds me, don't pack anything really valuable in your bag. Mm. And always have exactly what you really need in your hand luggage.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's crazy, like, lately it's been happening a lot yeah i've heard a lot of stories that things like this happens you know yeah. i mean especially on long distance flights it can happen but it's always but especially if you're there to work i mean if you're there on tourism or just to have fun you know you can say okay i'll just buy like a dress and then it will be fine but if if you're there for business you know i mean you have a very tight schedule where you're rehearsing you're shooting so you don't have time especially like also, I'm not a shopping type of person. I really don't like it. <laughs> so, you know, having to... But I know, okay, I'm not I'm not going to complain because I know that there are worse
2: places in the world than New York to have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you <know>? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, but it is expensive. But I really felt like your pain. You're like, I'm meeting the prime minister and I don't have any makeup. That's it. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, that's what we Like,
1: show business is tough. You I get all thinking... of these great opportunities and then this
0: happens and then
1: everything is ruined because you don't have,
0: like, anything to wear or shoes. Or... Well, I was actually thinking, all well, the people who don't need makeup, you are one of them. Up there. (laughs) Thanks, thanks. It's really true. Yeah, but
1: you know, at the end of the day, I know that it's like first world problem, so to say. And of course, I would have gone even without anything in my on my face. You know, it's just that I think the story is really nice because it shows like humanity and this capacity, you know, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And she really helped you. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have like lost that kind of sense of empathy, you know, and especially in airports. And helping all a
0: stranger is quite something. Mm-hmm.
1: That's yeah. it, and especially in an airport, because I think we all travel, right? And we all know that sometimes in the communication, it can be a little bit tricky or you feel like one of a billion people, you know, ascending standing in line. And in this case, you
0: really like was very came sensitive. to the rescue so so that superwoman costume that you had you could have given it to her yes I could <laughs> she was superwoman in this instance yes. but Anna Sophia thank you so much for that lovely lovely story yeah. <sighs> and I want to go to one of these improvs to oh, see well we can improv? send you the link
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it like once a month or once a week uh, yeah usually once a month yeah okay
0: yeah. we will make sure you two connect well. in the acting world and I'm quite sure paths will cross <laughs> yes
1: definitely <laughs> yes yes
0: now we're going to turn to something not quite so so happy. Oh. Well, in, can well. I interrupt quickly because oh, yes. I, I
3: just the, your your story reminds me of a new story this this year which was actually the man, do you remember the man who lived in an airport in yeah. Paris that inspired the film The Terminal. Yes. He died this year oh. and but really interestingly it was a lot how kind the airport staff were to mm-hmm. him. So apparently the airport doctor would regularly see him because obviously he needed vitamin D and all sorts of nutritional supplements. Mm-hmm. He was allowed to sleep on the bench and all the people from the shops would kind of, their leftover food he would get. Mm-hmm. And no one actually threw him out, you know, mm-hmm. and he was there mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I mean, in fact, very sadly, he came back to, to die at the airport. Eventually he did leave. Yes. But that's the last right. two weeks of his life he well, he spent there. It must have been where he felt You know, most it's very interesting
1: what you're saying because that's exactly what Azalia also said. Because she said the way she reacted had also a lot to do, like, the way I was showing up, you know, if I would have been like, super aggressive, like, where the hell is my bag? You know, if I would have made like a huge scene, she would have said, girl, just I don't care where your bag is, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, it also always depends like how you show up. And then you kind of get the, back you. you get that in return,
3: you know, I think. In general, it's always nice when you see humanity somewhere you don't expect, yeah. like an app, but you know, are used to it, yeah, but being quite a grim experience,
1: exactly, Indeed. exactly. Indeed. But you know, I also noticed it in New York that week because at this point, I was so it completely like ruined my experience in New York. You know, I wanted to do tons of things that I didn't have time to do because I was like always calling the airline and you know, not like busy with that. And what I noticed also in New York, also in the shops, because I had to buy so many things, and I people could see that I was a little bit like. You know, sad or that I was frustrated. So everybody was like, "What's going on?" You know, because normally people say that people in New York are not friendly, but that's actually not my experience at all. They've all been like super kind. You know,
0: I think there's a huge openness to Americans often and
4: the happiness. Yeah, I think especially. I think what you're thinking it's going to be in the reality is of course. always very different. Yes, yeah. and everyone thinks that about New York, but actually, you meet some amazing, amazing, people. amazing yeah.
1: people. Like in the shops, I was telling my story and people were like oh my god you know what i'm going to make you a discount just buy it for 30 this shoes 30 off because i oh, want to help idea
3: you're
1: <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> you giving
0: people a little bit of a hint here of what they could do because to get i think it also discount. people
1: feel if you're being truthful you know and if you're yeah, being yeah. i was just you know speaking from my heart i was yeah. not having any agenda or anything i was just speaking my truth and people could recognize that and then also reacted to that there was even a girl in a shop she told me you know what tomorrow i pick you up and we go shopping in places. Where you, there are better prices. A P- oh, girl who worked oh, in the shop. She that's that's so sent me her number and tons of things like that. And then I got a lot of damn girl that sounds like a nightmare I <laughs> you know very like New York style and so I had a really good experience in general I mean I had a very different experience than what would have happened mm-hmm. if this didn't happen you know maybe if this didn't happen I would have had like a very tourist experience going to museums and watch the Statue of Liberty and stuff like that here I was really having a true New York experience with you know, people with the people Real. I told my yeah. best friend I want a true New York experience well she said
0: you wanted it now you had it you, <laughs> you know have so be careful what you wish for. So time to go back another time to be the tourist in the city. Yes,
1: because I still haven't seen the City of
4: Liberty.
0: Well, (laughs) the other thing that uh, you brought up in your story was mention of Twitter, which is one of our News of the Year uh, stories. Yeah, exactly. It's even on the news today again, of course. When has it not been on the news? (laughs) I I kind of, uh, I don't know what Meredith feels. I I don't
3: think I mentioned uh, Twitter or Elon Musk very often because it's literally been in the news every single day he put himself he's buying in the it news. do you remember yeah. earlier on in the year it was a, he's buying twitter no he's not he's suing twitter oh no he's not Eventually he bought it obviously for 44 billion and seems to be intent on destroying it ever since but um, but then he's put it up
4: for a vote hasn't he yeah, yeah today today it's yeah. changed yeah. again
0: we we should it's, say that we're uh, recording this on Monday the 19th
4: so who knows what will happen
0: by the time this goes out exactly yeah
4: and it's the same thing like we make an we try really not to mention him and just as we try when we do the not news quiz not to mention any of the kardashians just because (laughs) it's very boring and it's every day and you know it's just a little bit uh because it wears you down it's a global it's impossible yeah Mm -hmm. impossible Mm -hmm. to kind of steer away i remember yes when
3: trump was always in the news every single day and you would kind of think can can we get away with not mentioning president Mm -hmm. trump today
0: it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's quite hard. Well, you have the job, of course, of choosing what is going to be. Isn't in that the news. nice? <laughs> it's a power. It's a power. And uh, looking through the, the years worth of news that we have condensed here, it's interesting reflecting back on the year that we've had. I mean, obviously, the, the top story, of course, which is still sadly going on, is the war in Ukraine.
3: Yeah, I mean it coincided with, with us really starting on March the first. Yes, so it did. it started and the invasion was on February yeah. the twenty fourth. So it was literally a week later.
0: Which is an incredible time span for we can really feel the length of time because it feels like radio's been going for a long time now, which is a lovely feeling, but not yeah. great if you're in a war zone. Mm. Well it was it was I think it was quite hard to find a
3: a balance wasn't it because it's this sort of upbeat morning show lots of chat and music and and we this terrible news
4: we did debate though also in the beginning because we said okay look we're not a news station so we do have to be really like why people are listening we're very new first of all what are we we don't even know yeah so there was always there was in the beginning some real back and forth about how how to cover it so what are you then, Meredith? Well, that is a great question that we still do not know, do we? <laughs> well, I'm looking at this upside-down site uh, yes. on your head. It's anyone's I- guess, really, Lisa. It's <laughs> anyone's guess what our point is. and But, you know it's a nice family that we have going yeah so since sam is not here but oh, yes. he may be listening
0: what's it like working with sam
4: oh it's so much fun we just have we just laugh i mean there are if you if you're watching a lot of times we're on the ground sort of because we start laughing so hard that it becomes um we have we need a little bit of a break and Tages. yeah exactly yeah, crawling. And Sam underneath. gets the giggles, doesn't
3: he? He properly, properly gets the really giggles. really does. He really does. Um, where he kind of has to move away from the microphone and kind of stand in the corner, doubled up. Thanks, yeah. to Meredith. Usually,
4: well, I, we all we all though
3: do get.
0: It, it just depends on the day. And you're a trooper because I know anyone listening can
4: hear that you are not well, and you're still here. Oh, I'm still here. Still <laughs> i was doing my I'm like. Standing. Yeah, I'm exactly. Standing. I um. Emma asked us to do our Christmas video, you know, hi, this is, and then after, and Sasha was videoing it for me, and afterwards I was like, should I just say, I mean, I might not make it to Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) This could be my very last day ever on earth. But no, I'm fine. It's just every there's so many things going around and mm. um, I had poor family planning and so had all of my children and my husband their birthdays are also in December. Three of them. Mm-hmm. Your
0: entire family's
4: birthdays are in December. Yes, within days oh. of each other. So
0: what does that mean? March is a very special month.
4: April Fool's Day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. And oddly, we were I was filming in the US. My husband was uh he was not filming he was doing something very boring somewhere else and then so it just so happened that then when you know they when you go you find out you're pregnant and you go to the OB and they try and they go okay well this is oh so it would be uh, so it's like April 1st or no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah and two lovely boys
0: as a consequence oh yes
4: well they can be.
0: They, they are lovely <laughs> yeah. boys. We, we'll look back in our dotage and think it was wonderful having children, I hope. Yes.
4: That's what I was just telling you
1: before we started recording. Like, I admire all the people who can have, like, a professional life and children. I cannot even imagine how stressful that must well, be.
0: When you say professional life, we like to treat this as a, as a lovely, friendly situation. Okay. Yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, pro, what? Is,
0: define professional. <laughs> well, I've got, you are the epitome of professional. I mean, look. Oh.
4: Look I at mean, you. I mean, just look
3: at you. in the mirror. Look in the mirror. You Really from
0: it. <laughs> well, now Sasha, you have to come in on this Samstein show, and you have to be the the serious
3: one. I'm the serious one, exactly, <laughs> with her deep voice. And um, yes, I have to bring them all the children back down. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I tr- I don't I try not to be too serious. Uh, no. And but in fact, you, I think you
0: get a great range of stories. Um, actually, you really do. I well, I hope so. I don't know. And and looking songs. through the stories, I mean blimey there's been a range of them haven't there so we we've mentioned war in ukraine i mean we all hope it will will close at some point but we can't see that happening right now it was
3: really interesting you your guests from ukraine i thought yeah. uh, on the last week's show that was yeah. another sort of highlight really because um they when they i was really struck that when they sort of sum, summed up and i think we are always trying to find the light, aren't we? Sort of like the the, the ray of hope, and and they had none, and I, that really struck me. That he and just, they
0: don't have a day off. That's they the don't other have thing. A day off. They, they literally look, wake yeah. up. The first thing they do is they look at their phones. They came in on a morning that there had just been missile attacks. Um, he's on his phone. He doesn't turn his phone off ever. Mm. And he he had to literally come off a call right before we pressed record to somebody in the UK because this is a global operation. He is. M- motivated so many people to work and to give and to help. And everybody tries to a little bit, but it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's
3: the only sort of um, positive, isn't it? That people are are trying to donate as much as they can and help in any which way. I think it has really motivated people in Europe. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he, I, I was struck by that. There was no,
0: there's <laughs>
3: no a positive lack of hope. note and not much hope, just a sort of, well, let's hope that this time next year we've got a happier time
0: yeah we it's hard when you're in it you can't see the end and it's only afterwards we'll be able to do a bit of retrospective uh, reflection on causes and effects and uh why things have happened but we're sitting here as a as a cohort of females and it does seem to me often it's the men that lead these war games
3: in the world does seem that way it doesn't does seem that way quite often and um, interesting i was reading again because i was looking over you know uh, p- president putin and you know what what was motivating him and of course covid they believe played played a big role in it isn't it because he was isolated the, during the whole pandemic and you know people are questioning his sort of mental state um and when i think of everyone that we know during covid and the two years of being isolated it affected all of us in Different ways, in mentally. different ways. <laughs> yeah, so, you maybe true. think maybe it could have been that because, of course, COVID only came to an end just before we started, didn't we? Um, we and an you sort of said,
4: We all got COVID this yeah. summer, um, but I, I, oh, I'm, I'm still minutes. waiting, still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Always the Always the bridesmaid. <laughs> the bride. <laughs> you have been the bride. No, I haven't, though. Mrs. Covid. No, no COVID oh, you <laughs> <haven't>. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just typing. waiting for the positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: But I think we all decided, didn't we, in the spring, that's it, all yeah. we're going to get rid of masks, we're going to live a normal life again and yes. live normally, come into work, whatever normal means. So fingers crossed that um, next wave that they kept talking about doesn't seem to have materialised.
0: Well, it has, but it's turned into a various uh, concoction. of bronchial pneumonia and various other viruses out there as well. But um, Mm. let's move on to another story. So politically, we had quite a lot going on in the UK. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) It was exciting
0: stuff, wasn't it? There was a whole stream of Prime Minister is one
3: well after out, the other. Wonderful
2: out. letters as well. The, letters, the lettuce the story. Lettuce.
0: What yeah. will last longer, Liz Truss of the letters? The
3: letters. And the lettuce one. It was the best bit, wasn't it? Really.
0: The <laughs> lettuce. The iceberg lettuce yeah, on YouTube. That was a brilliant, brilliant tabloid media. <laughs>
1: Isn't it also like that? The British tabloids are very, very tough. Yeah. In general. That. But yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, and are, rightly so. G- <laughs> in this instance,
3: I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're royal, you might not agree. Yeah, because but, that's um, why I am
1: actually. If I can be totally honest, that's why I'm saying this because I just watched this documentary, this Harry Meghan oh, And Oh, you watched it. From their perspective, the tabloids in the UK are like
3: they're vicious, aren't they?
1: Really vicious. They can be. So I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's interesting to hear their perspective. On, on something like this where, yeah. where I mean the tabloids have been vicious and you are quite influenced by it when you read them you're like oh yeah it's all a big laugh and then mm-hmm. you think well maybe not actually there's some of the racial slurs yeah I didn't really take that on board as much, so it was interesting to see a, mm-hmm. hear another perspective, isn't
0: it? Mm-hmm.
4: Well, also, it's hopefully the end of. We can only hope that end of uh, our favorite Jeremy Clarkson.
0: He's been, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> saw that on the, the news today. today. Yeah, yeah. even sure. his daughter yeah. is saying, "I have nothing got to do with my father's yep. quotes." He said some very vicious things about Meghan Markle.
3: Yes, mm. he really was mm. mm. in a, in a, a kind of obsessive it, it, It's it? so obsessive; it's bordering
4: on yeah so hopefully he'll be gone well <laughs> yeah, she,
3: she, to his must have uh, done
0: something said something about him back in the day I think? think certain people Piers Morgan might be another one I'm thinking yeah. of they just pick on usually yeah. women um, and just say I don't like this person for X Y Z random reasons and and they get the chance to write about it, and uh, other people but read But Didn't
4: it. he say something like, "I"? I mean, when he's mentioning
0: de- her death. Yeah, that's it when was, it became like it was horrific. Oh, okay,
4: actually, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. And there was a lot of people who stood up for her. Yeah. And um, even and, if you don't like her, I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like you yeah. can't, you can't say those things when you're in that sort of position.
0: You have a position of authority and power mm-hmm. when you have a pen in a national newspaper. No, Definitely,
1: because people believe it. That's also what I see in my job sometimes, you know. Even the CNN story, it got published first on CNN and then a lot of different countries took the story, but then they were writing own versions about it, you know. And I could see that, no, that's not what happened or that they misplaced the, the situation or they invent, like they write like a small detail. They write, uh, she landed at JFK. I didn't land at JFK, you know, but they just invent stuff. You know, and that's what I and I see it in this. So I can imagine on a scale like um, a situation like Meghan Markle that must be
0: terrible because you just read a lot of lies about yourself all the time in the press. So do you think it was right then that they? um Oh, oh yes. There's There's a trigger. trigger. There's a trigger. Oh well, never mind. That means that the. um, Let me just make a a a point of the thirty. 30 point. uh, There's been a trigger to take it off the video. Don't worry, but thank you for that message. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. No, So it's gone off video. Never mind. Never mind. There's been a trigger in the thing as well. Mm -hmm. Again, never mind. This happens a lot. Thank you. Um, So do you think that they were right to do the Netflix documentary then?
1: I think they got a lot of money for that. So, I, don't, I mean, <laughs>
3: exactly. I read I something like 300
1: million or 100 million.
3: Oh, 100 million. Or yes, 100 million. A, that's a lot of money. I crack. mean, that, this is the bit that's, I think, quite difficult to believe, which is where they say they want their privacy. Yeah. And, uh, and then you put your family out there on, a, on Netflix that's yeah. going to be watched by millions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. you know, why not? I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. Apparently, it's quite good viewing. Uh, I I haven't watched it yet. I'm
2: just trying not to sneeze. (laughs) Go go ahead,
1: you're doing it very successfully. (laughs) I (laughs) know. I read somewhere that has been a documentary on Netflix that has been the most watched. So something like 8 million hours of viewing. 8 million hours around the world. Oh, yes. yes. On the first week. Can you imagine? I mean, it's it's just total madness, you know? Well,
0: I don't know how many million views the World Cup got. But quite a few, I'm sure, as well. I mean, that's another story of the year. The World Cup was a big story, wasn't it? Yes. Because for it's, lots of I reasons. mean,
3: not not just for football yeah, fans. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I did watch the final yesterday. It was a fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. It was yes. uh, my word. I it was couldn't tense. Oh my because my girls had a choir concert at precisely the same oh. time, and I looked around oh, and I thought, no. how many men are going to be in this audience? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, well the, the men that were there were, God bless them, quite elderly. Oh. Um, oh. to the point that two of the people singing on stage. One of them nearly fell off the stage, and the other oh. one had to sit down. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're all okay. But there were not many young men in the audience.
4: <laughs> yeah. You so you watched
0: it then? We, I watched the second
3: half,
4: and then I watched the the extra time and the yeah. Penalties. All you needed to watch was the penalties. All you uh, exactly. That was, yeah, it's that it was an amazing game, yeah. though. And the, yes. the the emotions. I was yeah. saying how much I loved seeing. There was one player. I mean, I don't know anything about any of these people but um he's argentinian and he just as soon as it happened he went flat face <laughs> down and i thought Has, yes. is there a dead man <laughs> that is on the field and he did not move he was on the pitch did not move just overcome with emotion and i love that but your boys they must have loved yeah it. oh they loved it but just i just love the sobbing i also <laughs> love seeing all the losers sob which yes. is horrible yes but it's so emotional. Yeah. I just, that's the only thing, I, it's the only part in the World Cup that I watched. Did you know that football is the only sport where they end a
3: game with penalties? Because I, I was kind of thinking, it does seem very unfair that at the end of the yes. day, it comes down to mm. just Luck. one kick and and, and the, those poor young players that yeah.
4: miss. I mean, you use the tension. Yeah, but it's unbelievable. But, well, it's the only sport. That exactly. And we were saying also, we were talking about earlier today. Um, so the first thing I said was, oh, my God, that, that was poor goalies, those poor goalies. And um, my husband, as well as Steph said, um, no, like that's the goalie is not the issue. It's the person taking the Kick because it's much much worse for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because w- the goalie has to just uh, fall one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I just think yeah, but it's all on but you. The whole body that way or that yeah, way. Yeah, Give yeah. a guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. I always
1: feel for the person who has to actually, you know, throw the ball to do the pe- penalty. How's it in English? Penalty. The, the penalty. Yeah. yeah. So I always feel for them because I can see like the child, you know, going yeah. there towards the ball, and then can you imagine the amount of pressure? That well, they're, they're not on? much
0: older than children in my. No mind oh some God. of them they're
1: just like the, the amount of guilt if you fail how, how you must feel of course not i mean it's just a game well know, i think they do feel that can you imagine i oh, dare God. you
4: to tell them it's just a game, <laughs> it's just a
1: game. <laughs> i think what's interesting an, i'm portuguese right so my brother mm. he's like very obsessed with football so i was growing up like watching all the football games every weekend so I really
3: like it by now I have to say I, I caught the virus yeah the, <laughs> the, yeah,
0: the, the family football
3: yeah, yeah. this was the world cup that everybody said they weren't going to watch and they, they were they going didn't. to boycott and in fact it was apparently the best game I mean this is by pundits considered the best final of all time mm-hmm. and I suspect a few more people watched it than said they would well, quite rightly they wanted to boycott it because of all the the you know gender Boys issues, the LGBTQ, mm-hmm, yeah. the human rights issues in Qatar, etc., and but the, the cost, money that was spent, cost, yeah. billions on these on these white elephant stadiums and a metro system. Mm-hmm. So, so we all said we wouldn't do it. Do you remember when all the cities in France and Luxembourg said they weren't going to put any big screens out? Um, but I suspect everyone was watching it last night.
0: Yes, <laughs> except those of us looking at a choir concert. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, um, now, so what was your favourite story of the year?
3: Oh, that's really, that's a really difficult question. Your favourite
0: is an odd word to use, perhaps. The one that touched you the most. I I guess I
3: have to say the Queen dying. Mm. I, uh, you you know, not being a huge royalist, but that, to me, felt like the biggest story. I mean, obviously, the Ukraine war, ongoing, ongoing, but as a sort of one event story, the Queen dying did feel really big to me and uh, and it felt um, it was interesting being here because obviously it, well, it was obviously a new story but it was not you know don't stop the press um, you know don't clear any schedules whereas obviously in the UK you would automatically clear any new schedules uh, any TV so that was quite an interesting time to be here because I think I I felt it was a bigger story than maybe it, it had airtime
0: yeah it was I mean I think of that story the thing that touched me the most is the fact that she worked the day before. Yes. I think it was the day before, wasn't she? She was still working. And, well, when when well, she Truss, she appointed Liz Truss as prime before, minister, was it? it was like was a day or two days. One before. One or two yes. days before, it was and the, last that was the last engagement. photo taken of her, and we could see her working right up until the end. That was the most incredible thing. The other part of the story is how much. Um, airtime, as you say. And and that brings us back to the, the Harry and Meghan story in the sense that um, there's also this ongoing debate about how much the royal family have to be in the press mm-hmm. because they have to feel relevant, yes. to use that word of the day. <laughs> and if they're not in the press so much and they don't give themselves every day to the press, and that's why we can see you know, Princess Kate Middleton, etc., in the press all of the time, but she doesn't really perhaps have a choice in that. It must be an unbelievable pressure, I think. Who would
3: who would be able to do that? I certainly couldn't get up day after day when you've, re- you've read these dreadful things about yourself mm-hmm. and your family. Um, that must be quite hard. And I think also for King Charles, you know, yeah. he wasn't exactly universally popular before he became king. He also has to kind of... Uh, Grow into the role and reinvent himself. So that's that's quite interesting. Coming after because if you're a royalist or not, the Queen still kind of was a symbol of, 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 a, of a bygone age and and She's people felt respectful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that, it felt like an end of an era.
0: It, it certainly was an end of a historical era. How about you, Melissa? What was your favourite story of the year? It doesn't have to be a news story. What was the favourite thing that happened in your radio existence here in Luxembourg at RTL?
2: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a very interesting year. Um, working in radio for the <laughs> first time. Um, <laughs> Nobody yeah, knows uh, that is yeah, the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's, it's all gone great. Yeah, I, I guess I was looking through um, all of the guests that I've had on this year and all the people I've interviewed. And I suppose I was thinking about who has kind of impacted me the most. And I think um, there's been a lot of entrepreneurs on my show which uh, like little small businesses that I've had the chance to invite in, interview. And I think that's been really inspirational and just to see their passion. And a lot of the businesses were born out of COVID. So, you know, I was uh, sitting at home with my kids and during COVID and I was inspired or during COVID I was like, you know what? I'm sick of my career. I don't want to work in the corporate world anymore. And um, so that's been really interesting. Like people like um, Tip Top Art Bus, they're a complete family business. The whole family came in, uh, mother and father and the two teenagers. Children and their business has really grown now. In the oh last, my few lord, months. they've got a family business with teenagers. Yeah, and the Families teenagers they get help on out together. together. <laughs> yeah, and they were all so cute, and they were in here, and they were laughing and kind of making fun of each other, and it was really sweet. Wow. Um, and then uh, I think only last week or two, I had Mawaka kids cooking school, and she was inspired by um, cooking with her children during the pandemic. Oh, um, so many
0: nice family stories, Meredith. Yeah. How do you
2: feel about that? <laughs> Can you imagine doing anything with your little?
4: boys no. i mean i do I do. I, I do I do i do to be fair i i do parent
2: you <laughs> make sure they get fed and watered That's good. yeah um and then also there was quite a lot of uh community and kind of charity ones um so julia dauphiné was in kind of at the beginning of our mm-hmm. when we started and she had um done a petition presented a petition to the government to create um a children's cancer ward here in Luxembourg based on the experience she had with her little girl and travelling back and forth to France. And then seeing that, that she got the amount of signatures it went to Parliament um, it's been... I don't know if it's been like approved or... Anyway, they're going to work on it. Um, so that was really exciting just to watch that development. And then in a similar light, um, I had Carrie Cannon from Think Pink Luxembourg, which is a cancer charity. Um, and they've worked very closely uh, with a friend of mine whose wife passed away um, around 10 years ago from cancer. And I I knew from him that they had supported him so much. And then to hear the other stories was, was really nice and just... A real example of there is a huge community here, even if you're not from here um, and you're an expat, you can mix in with like local people and there are organisations and people who make a difference. I think that was really lovely. Um, That's really nice to hear. And what's
0: lovely to hear in these stories is it is the community stories that are really sitting with you in your memory. And because you've, the other thing to mention is you have, all of you, done a lot of interviews with really famous people. But it's not necessarily them that stick with you as a story. It's the really humane stories that stick with you.
2: Yeah, and I suppose the two big celebrities who stick out are Skin from Skunk and Nancy and Anastasia. And Anastasia's had battles with cancer herself and she's just so inspirational and she was just so warm from the moment we started our conversation. She was like, it was like we'd been friends for years. And same with Skin from Skunk and Nancy. And she's fascinating. She's really political. She's a lesbian. She'd just become a mother for the first time. She's very outspoken. Um, So she was just just kind of a breath of fresh air to talk to. Um, and then I had, two weeks ago, I had a doctor in, Dr. Chika Unagwe, who's a, a writer. And she um, has written a book called On Black Sister Street, where she actually went out in Belgium and spoke to Nigerian women who are um, working as sex workers and really did her research and is kind of giving them a voice. So, yeah, lots of really Inspirational people, I think, and it's been so amazing to have them in studio. I'm like, wow. Well, you <laughs> must have here. met most of Luxembourg I think now, I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you too, Meredith. You've
4: had a fair number of people on your show as well. Yeah, yeah. We've had some really fun, some great people in. We've talked a lot of music, but we've also, you know, had really um, interesting people on that are inspiring, but also to do with Lucre. Um, to do with um, just UNICEF that's one of our favorite it sounds terrible but one of the favorite people that we have on is from UNICEF and every time I say I hope I don't see you again but I do because our chats you know on the way out are are the best but yeah we've what do you chat about on the way out? everything everything but really interesting give us an insight um (laughs) if we're allowed to air it gosh um uh, is one of the things that one of our conversations had to do with um, the difference between um, people with money and how they think they can solve all the problems and the reality of not being able to solve problems. So it goes really dark, but just because trying to explain to someone, well, we can't fix genital mutilation. We can't fix that problem. And it doesn't matter how much money we throw towards it. It has to do with education, and so the only way that we so we have plans and we go in and we go in and speak to people, we talk to tribal leaders, we talk to you know to educate. But money is that's not going to solve this one problem because it's not like COVID where like you just throw money into research into scientific research that sort of thing. So it's just it's interesting but but I feel like a lot of the chats that we have are me saying okay you know as we walk out I think oh god we you know and then Sam I come back in and he goes what were you doing out there you've been
2: gone
0: so yeah this is you no. he misses his uh, radio wife
2: it's so interesting though because I think when people come in for an interview they're really nervous and you often you're just meeting them for the first time it's often the first time you've ever spoken and doing a live show is as you all know it's very fast and you have to be be doing 17 things at once and even trying to go collect them from reception is like ah <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. crazy and yeah. but then when it's over it's like oh, and they breathe a, a sigh of relief and often that's when they really open up to you yeah and you have these amazing conversations it's like sh- sh- slightly sh- off goes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: always like this
2: yeah. uh, actually that brings me back to you as
0: actors mm-hmm. um, it's not quite the same but you have to make sure that well, you're doing theatre at the moment, you're warmed up enough to make sure that your on-stage performance is the best and not that kind of like adrenaline rush you have when you're finished the show. So how do you get into the mind that you need to be on stage?
1: Well, actually, the
0: first play I ever did was a
1: monologue so I started with a monologue It's brutal yes it is really like looking back I'm thinking why the hell did I do that why did I accept that and it wasn't it w- the
0: vagina monologues was it no
1: no no <laughs> it was something of Fernando Pessoa like a Portuguese otter in something very deep and very dense and very difficult and I know that we were like sold out with 500 people and that was like my first professional show after doing two years of television in Lisbon you know so I remember the stage fright was so huge I think I didn't sleep for i think i lost like five kilos you know because yes i was really 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 nervous but now the thing is since i like last season i think i did like 70 shows in four countries So I, I was on the road all the time which is actually good because it doesn't leave any space for stage fright or nervousness because you always have to go you know so right now i'm like five minutes before i'm still like eating spaghetti <laughs> but <and> you're I'm- <laughs> not
0: doing it on your own at the moment are you the show at the moment is that just you and a monologue no 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 so you're in a team but I mean I'm thinking a monologue My, my fear apart from the rest of it is remembering the words
1: yeah no but when you rehearse so much it's like your body even knows it I've had the situation last year I was on tour in France with a play called Hedda Gabler from Ibsen and I got stomach flu and we were on tour And that was a nightmare. I can tell you that was like the worst thing ever, because I felt during the day that I was not feeling well. And I thought, oh, because we were like in en Champagne, which is like the capital of champagne. So I thought, oh, I had one or two glasses. (laughs) So I thought like, oh, maybe it's the alcohol because I don't drink so much. But then as the day went on, I kept on feeling worse and worse. And when I was standing, I was seeing like little stars and feeling super dizzy. And all all the smells were like really disgusting me, you know. So like 20 minutes before the show, I like vomited you say that in english right i always
0: say that (laughs) there is another word less
2: you know obvious
1: but yeah i i really felt so sick that i i i was really like i i will not be able to do this and the show lasted for three hours and i had a part where i was always going in and out in and out it was like almost sold out it was 500 people had bought a ticket and it was 15 minutes before the show and i was like how on earth am i going to do this you know you just did I did because I didn't want to ruin it for the other actors, you know? But there's no
0: understudy, I assume.
1: No, there isn't. And then I thought, no, okay, I'm going to pull myself together. So the technicians were like... Making air, you know, so that I have a little bit of air and bringing me cold water before I went in and out. And in between my scenes, I was lying there with the legs up, you know. And after the show, I told my director, I said, Listen, I need a race because (laughs) what I just did there was like crazy. So I think that's also like the thing of theater your body works in magical ways. So when you have to go there, the show must go on, and then you somehow build some, some hormones or something like the adrenaline is so big. That the body, you know, like goes there, you know.
0: It carries you through. Yeah. Well, you must have that in your morning show. I mean, there must have been... Has there been any episodes where uh, it's been a bit tricky for one or the other to turn up? Oh, but they just laugh at you. <laughs> so there
3: was the, there was a the couple of days where I lost my voice and I went very, very deep. And every time I open my mouth... These two, so Meredith and Sam, oh, would laughing. just collapse laughing. Stop laughing!
0: <laughs> so, very
3: unkind. No, no it's very uh,
4: unprofessional. Yeah. As well, well, speaking
0: about that, you've also had to stop yourself laughing when you've come in, and there's been this nodding elf yeah. ears. Yeah, yes, Meredith's outfits can be quite distracting.
3: I know. When you,
4: <laughs> I can I'm sorry. It's, it's great. great to be better about. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
0: And also you're very good at making up your
4: games, aren't you? I love I love making games.
0: I do wonder sometimes what is it that you scroll when you are on the internet? Which sites are you oh, on to get these? Millions,
4: millions of wonderfully yeah. fabulous yeah, but stories. I, you always like the ones that are animal related from like very small towns. In Texas. Yes. yes. <laughs> you find a lot of animals. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. They find me. They, they find do. Me. They kind of just they're they magnetized towards you, aren't they? They. yeah no that's but that the not news quiz is one of my favorites like friday's my favorite day
0: oh yeah because yeah. i know Again, Lisa yeah does
4: the not news quiz yeah well,
0: I, I i attend the not news quiz
4: as to how well, many yeah. i can answer is a completely no, separate it's question. <laughs> really fun though it and is then i i love also with the quizzes like when i do quizzes with sasha and, and sam they're they they'll speak out loud how they'll try and come up with the right answer and then <laughs> Never they'll, get like them. one will be in this direction and one will be in this direction it's it's That's just fun. quite competitive though yeah he is nothing like steps but he is <laughs> quite he is quite competitive
0: so yeah. it makes
4: it fun though I mean yeah. like everyone that we have. On our team
0: is just fun. Yeah, we have. A, we're very lucky.
4: We yeah. have lovely and
0: these guys. What I've really learned is a
3: lot about music. Yeah, these guys. You all know so much. We do about get obsessive music. about. And you come in, and there's be some very heated discussion about. And I'm like, it's always me saying I hate. Something. I hate this. Yeah. And did you know that actually he's a paedophile? Yeah, it's always that. <laughs> How could you yeah. play him? Yeah, and it's true. It's, you always, I always come in and half conversations. <laughs> it's brilliant. I mean, during Eurovision, do you remember? that was oh, oh, you were having such big yeah. conversations we might wow. have these interviews
4: Eurovision yes.
0: in Luxembourg won't that be amazing
3: that's if we do wonderful <gasps> I think that
4: I think we, we're going to put Melissa up I have a whole idea yeah. but oh. I think Melissa is going to be um, we're going to put her up for the competition
3: it's yes, in the story it just dream. said very vaguely uh, in discussions with oh, our. twenty twenty four, obviously in discussions dreams. with Meredith and Melissa
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a cool thing I mean being Irish we love our Eurovision we
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh, with my skills and your costumes i think we to make something magical I <laughs>
0: <No, laughs> don't know what
2: my skills are but we'll figure oh, it out
0: well they're improvisation <laughs> skills which are highly useful when it comes to uh, life Jones. in general yeah <laughs> L- yes. life, life not even live but life <laughs> yeah actually I wish I was better at it sometimes yeah. but you, you're right to mention the music because um, I mean Sam of course has this uh, background in radio but you also have a background at MTV and various things yeah Oh wow! But um, yeah, so how have you managed to 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 keep up with the latest trends in music? Has it just been there in your life
4: all the time? Um, yeah, I think I think just a soundtrack to life always, you know. But also, I mean, I love music. I have absolutely no musical talent, and so maybe that's why it's. I mean, none whatsoever. And I mean, lyrics like I can't. I can't hear the same song since I was five years old. I don't know a single lyric.
0: But you can remember the names of the bands and the people in the bands.
4: Yeah, sometimes, but especially if if I know dirt, if I have dirt on them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then I know. You have to have the hook, the hook there. Mm -hmm. And for you, you've uh, come to this show, The Home Stretch, which you can hear Monday to Friday, 3 to (gasps) 6pm, and on RTL Today, uh, RTL Play, etc. How has your music uh, evolution happened this year?
2: Yeah, it's been interesting because I suppose when I spoke to Sam about the job, he was like, it's going to be indie rock focused. And I was like,
0: oh, He decided that
2: for you. Uh, Not about the show, but the the station station. in general. It's like, that's kind of our general vibe. Um, And that's fine. I suppose like indie rock is kind of where a lot of my taste would lie. But I also love like classical music and sometimes I like rock and sometimes I like opera and sometimes I like musical theatre. So I, I suppose I have tried to... Interlink a bit of like mainstream music, and I do things like nineties hours and two thousands hours, and dance, and like you know, kind of guilty pleasures as well. Because what I find about a lot of radio stations is they 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 overplay the mainstream music over and over and over and over again, and that's really irritating. And but then I know that if you play one type of music, you're not going to hit everybody. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to try and play a mix. Um, and I met a competition winner actually last week. She came in to collect a prize and she was like, I love your taste in music. It's just like, it's like my... Um, well, she said something like, "It's just me when I was in college," and I was like, <laughs> Girl, that's oh, that's great." Really lovely. So yeah, and I suppose there's some bands that I don't know, and a lot of Luxembourgish bands I wasn't aware of before. So I'm learning too. Yeah. And like, I love when we get requests in, um, and also learning from the other hosts. And um, if you listen to someone else's show and they play a song, you're like, I don't know that. I'm gonna play. It. I do that a lot. I listen and try and like be influenced by the other guys. Can you
1: decide well? which music you play? You decide
2: everything. You decide yeah. everything. You she is somebody. the show great yeah, <laughs> wow. it's a that's lot of cool. kind of pressure because that's 15 hours of music every week wow. to choose yeah so wow. um so yeah keep them requests coming it's a lot end. of
0: pressure but it's also wonderful airtime for those uh, musicians themselves as well and of course you and sam decide as well so moving towards the end of this little hour we've had together ladies uh, what is your wish going into 2023 your hope your wish what do you want to see for yourself and for the world
3: me yes yes <laughs> well, i'm coming Peace, to all of you. love yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> who'd like to jump in anyone got it's, a wish it's but- difficult but i always like at the beginning of the year because i'm very into spirituality and all of these little rituals and stuff every beginning of the year I, I set my intentions for the year and i you know try to be very clear about what it is that i want and next year it sounds very cheesy, but just become, you know, more of m- myself, more who I am. And, you know, letting go of all the, you know, things that hold you back and, yeah, become the best
0: version of yourself that you can be. And looking back, because I had somebody talking about this, Rick Serrano, at your intentions that you set this year. Mm-hmm. Did they work out? Actually, they they did. People yes. say that if you write it down, you have a good chance. of yeah, that kind of Yeah, you
1: just need to be very specific about what it is that you you know, want to achieve. And sometimes it's something like, I don't know, let go of fear or let, let go of, you know, um, whatever it is that means something to you. you we
4: know? can't do that with our kids. I was gonna
0: say. <laughs> no, that's terrible yeah. to say. <laughs> not yet, not yet. But our
4: time will come. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, my time has sort of come and I wish you'd come back to me a bit more because at 16, they kind of disappear a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you, Sasha? What are your wishes for the upcoming year?
3: Well, I was going to say, um, I mean, I do feel quite lucky because, you know, I'm in my mid-50s. I'm the oldest uh, team member here by far. Well, you don't look it. That's very nice of you. But um, so I kind of feel that I was quite lucky to be given a completely new opportunity. So, um, you know, I was quite comfortable doing what I was doing. So I kind of jumped off the deep end. So I'm hoping that it becomes just a bit more routine and that five o'clock start. That may be just earlier bedtimes. That's what I wish for for 2023. (laughs) That five o'clock start gets a little easier. But it is getting so much easier. So I feel quite chuffed.
0: Well, I'm always amazed because I did do a lot of early shifts and I know the pain of them. And I do think of you whenever I come in here on a Friday morning for the Not The News quiz. I look at you all and you're still beaming. On the Friday morning, after I having think done, we're f- sort of dragging, or we could <laughs> all
4: still be just completely drunk from the night. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> oh, there's been one or two, but, occasions. yeah, I think
4: possibly. Thanksgiving and the Orteal possibly, thing. yes. But <laughs> possibly. again,
1: it's the hormones. When you have to go there, the show yeah. must go yeah, on. So I suppose, true. like, but so it's life. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm always really nervous when I have to do an interview and it's live, especially on TV, on radio, because I have the feeling like, okay, whatever I say now, if I say something really can't like can't be edited. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I think it's lovely that, that, that that's what has given me a kind of freedom, actually, the live thing is because mm. you said it. Gone. It done. Yeah. it's yeah. gone yeah it's you can't gone. It's you can't change it
1: no one yeah. cares yeah. you know
3: oh, I um, think they so. might care but uh,
1: it's the same thing when you're an actor and you have to do castings you know when you go there in person okay you have one or two takes done and then you don't think about it and most of the time nowadays it, you have to do it through self-tape so you need to tape yourself at home and that can last for hours especially if you're a little bit of perfectionist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like on monday i was working until two in the morning because i was not satisfied with the take i had you know and so yeah from that point of view, if it's live or if it's just in person casting, you just do it and that's done. You know, it's taken out of your control when it's a bit it. more live. That's it. That's
0: it. Yeah. But and also, you're so, mo- so more focused because um, if it's a, a casting in person, um, they get a vibe from you, they get an energy yes. from you that you cannot transmit through a camera that's pre-recorded and edited mm-hmm. to death, or mm-hmm. you know, has had so many takes that it's lost its energy.
1: I think it has its pros and cons. The thing is, when you're working, when you're shooting a film, or it's just not equivalent no it's because when you're shooting a film thing. or a series nobody has time to do like 50 billion takes just because the actress is not satisfied you know you do one sometimes you can ask for one extra if the team is nice or if if you're doing fine in schedule time uh, wise but um honestly it does it's it that that's it it's not equiv- equivalent to yeah. the reality you yeah. know so yeah.
0: yeah and so for you ladies what is your wish for the upcoming year
2: Um, It's been a really great year. Lots of changes. Loads has happened. Um, It's been really hectic, I think. Probably a bit too hectic. I'm an overcommitter and I'm very loyal (laughs) and I work too hard. So I have kind of realised in the last few weeks like, oh my God, when is the last time I did anything like nice to myself? I don't really like spend money on myself. I never get a massage Mm -hmm. or like anything done with my face. And I was like, maybe next year Mm -hmm. I will like, maybe once every three months I will Get a massage. Mm-hmm. Just something. Just one thing. Just I think, nice I think for maybe me. Maybe do something more than once every three months for yourself. <laughs> maybe once a month. Once well, a I month know that you've
0: been looking at the self care guide because you've got Christmas coming up yes. with the family, which is almost slightly stressful. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Self care. Yes, self care. Yeah, and I hate that that phrase so much. It makes me cringe. But survival. Could yeah, be with the word. I think or, it is survival. I think that's what kind of you know just thinking, trying to kind of rethink focus and think okay just you know enter things maybe with lower um e- st- expectations, <laughs> expectations. <laughs> sorry <laughs> not lower standards <laughs> yes lower expectations because also like you know if this sh- if our show has shown us anything if this station shown us anything it's just that we've it can be so much fun life can be fun mm-hmm. you know everything That's can closest. be just as long as you can laugh, that's really kind of all that matters. And I wasn't ever planning to work in radio. I mean, my dad <laughs> forever has said, you know, you you do have a face for radio. Like <laughs> before. Generous of him. <laughs> yeah, he's lovely. Um,
3: that's been the most disappointing thing about this radio show. Is so is true. I assumed that I could walk in here in my pajamas at six mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning I didn't know there were cameras.
4: No,
2: that's, that's been, been really, really hard.
3: disappointing. Yeah,
2: and the, just the fact that people can see you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can see you like working and like stressing and when things go wrong and also like laughing and talking to you. Because I'm alone, like I talk to myself constantly yeah. and I might laugh at something that's happened or whatever. And like I, I just ignore them now. I'm like, I can't deal with you. I'm just going to pretend you're not there and i just work away and then someone every so often uh, someone's like oh that was so funny when you rolled your eyes at something and I was like (laughs) (laughs) well thank you ladies so much it's been a joy to have you I think we should
0: just uh, have our own little ladies show actually yes it's lovely yes (laughs) we, we, we can think about that for 2023 well for all of the lovely listeners we don't quite know what 2023 will bring yet but as Rick Serrano said and Hannah has also mentioned we can write our little list of intentions and if we write something for ourselves maybe one or two of them will come true so with that, we wish you a wonderful end to 2023. And here's to a a joyous, happy year with no war and good news and good things happening for everybody listening. Thank you so much for being with us in our first year of RTL Today Radio.